Episode 2, WP Tonic. I'm Bill Conrad with Jonathan Dinwood, and we're going to combine Jonathan's WordPress experience with my podcasting to take you on a tour of WordPress you won't forget. In today's show, we're going to focus on one of the most important elements of building your business, and that's collecting email addresses. So let's get right into the conversation. So we're going to let Jonathan jump right into the topic of the show, which the title of the day is How to Build up a list for your website. Yeah, it's not the most um, fashionable subject, but it's one of the most important. It's one that, you know, your website, um, you own your website and you own your mailing list. And having a strong mailing list is really important if you're going to have a successful online business. And this is about WordPress, but it's about online business and um, having a, a strong list is really important. All this social media is really important, but you don't own those social media companies. You don't own Google. There's a lot of things out of your control, but your website and your list are under your control. So it's really important to understand how WordPress works with various services and other products and what you need to know to build up an effective list. Very good. And I know lists are very important. We have both for real estate. The list is key. We build those a lot of different ways. We capture them from people doing market analysis and requesting information from our websites. But we have to shoot those down. We have to collect them somewhere. And we have to manage them. So, Jonathan, where do we start? The main thing is if you've got a normal hosting provider, you can send so many email per month through your through your website, but you cannot and you must not send more than 250 email per month through your normal hosting account. You can get away with it, but very soon you your email will not get through to people. It will be marked as spam. And you could also break the terms, and you will be breaking the the terms of your contract with your hosting provider, and you might find your site down. So, um, the are you talking about the response just coming from your website or from something like Gmail? Um, They're two completely different things. Your your the your hosting provider will provide email functionality. It will be. Um, to get techie, it it's, will be uh, based on POP3 and um, it will be linked to the domain name and they offer basic uh, email relay functionality. And the, your, your administrative emails that come from your WordPress-powered website go through your hosting provider. That functionality, most hosting providers do offer the ability, a to allow that basic email functionality to, to be taken over by Google. Google offer uh, used to offer a free service, but now for businesses it's paid. It's $50 a year per user. Um, and that offers not only POP3, but it also offers um, uh, other email functionality and also other additional services but that's just for your normal administrative email that comes from you and comes from WordPress. Right so we went into pretty heavy tech for those who aren't overly WordPress savvy or understand the functionalities of email but the bottom line is just don't put out 
spam or a lot of email from your personal sites because they'll be considered spam. So you have it's to use something. It's not designed like, for email marketing. It was never designed. Your host hosting provider has not set that functionality up for that, and you will be breaking the terms and conditions of your hosting agreement if you do that. So, bottom line is, you're going to explain to us what other services are available, so we can send out more than uh, 500 emails in a day. Yeah, between two, three, 250, 500, you'll probably get away with it, with it for a few months. Even at that really? level, if you do it more than a couple of months, you, you're you're going to get into trouble. I know Gmail will let you go up to 500 emails in one day. It will, but that, it will yeah. um, because it will. You should, doesn't mean you should do it. Uh, That's total. That's actually you can send out 500 all at once, or you can send out 500 separate emails. I know they will eventually shut down your account if you bust that. Um, you 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 forget onto certain lists. And they start getting you getting marking marked up consistently as spam. They will act right. So good for little small sites. I administer now fifteen websites. Fifteen, yeah. You're busy, but well, I've got my daughters too working. Oh, but I've got the slave labor. Four, twelve, and fourteen. He's got the cheap labor, folks. He's got he's got the fourteen year olds. Yeah, and you know, and four students. I'm really proud of them, but. It's interesting. There, there's benefits. I'm taking them down the river today, the Truckee River. We're going to throw them in. <laughs> they love it. We're rafting. It's a long rafting trip today. So I do have them working, and they are figuring it out. But, but what I wanted to say is we, we use a variance. We use a, a couple of different MailChimp on some of the smaller programs. We're not using a lot of email and just collecting them, and they allow 1,200. So I'll, I'll just get on the subject. Explain. Yeah. MailChimp so, is one of those um, Basically, um, you need to set up either form or some way for people to give you their name and email to join some form of list. Uh, either the, because you, the content of your website is so fantastic that people just want to join and get your newsletter or you're offering some forms of inducements, whatever it is. So you need you've got a form of some kind that asks for people to give their name, and you need to send every month or every week or whatever you're sending out information to your list. You need some system that will send that out for you, and you're probably going to send it out as a HTML newsletter or sales letter or whatever. And basically, there's two fundamental types of um, email. There's text only, and there's HTML um, that include images. Um, you're going to be sending the second one out. So basically, to um, allow you to do that, you normally need a third-party service. And there's a number of... Hosted and also there's uh, there's a couple of plugins for WordPress that offer a kind of hybrid service system. Um, one of the leading ones is Mailchimp. Mailchimp have become um, uh, the hundred pound gorilla. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist it um, of email marketing, and they've managed to do that quite rapidly. Um, they achieved that by a very aggressive marketing um, plan, and the, and also their system is good. They're, the main way they've achieved such rapid growth over the past four years is that um, you can send out 12,000 emails to 2,000 separate subscribers 
for free. And that is for free. So you, of these 2,000 subscribers, you can send up to 12,000 emails to that group of people per month. And you get all the functionality of Mail, MailChimp. Um, it's not a cut-down service, the free service. There are things you must be aware of. Obviously, they're free. The servers, the white-labeled servers, the mail servers that MailChimp are using for the free service aren't the same servers that are utilized for their paid subscriptions. Um, and there's consequences. But as a starting system, as to get yourself into the game, it's um, attractive. That's very good. Yeah, the next one that's very popular. I don't understand why it's popular, but it is is constant contact. Um, I think I understand why because it, it you know if you're running an office or you're part of a non profit, they've been very aggressive in their kind of support of non profits. They help. Um, they also have reps. Regionally, people. they do. They, yeah. they um, and they're a little very aggressive. They built up a, a system of reps in areas. Um, they get kickbacks about how many if they get clients. We call um, we call them commissions. Well, never mind. <laughs> uh, um, it, I I would not recommend their service. I think it's over. Uh, I think it's clunky. They but they offer additional integration to sell. Um, if you've got um, an event and you need to sell tickets um, for that event or you want to link it effectively with social media and they offer other functionality that's bolted on. Their basic integration into WordPress is not fantastic. It's clunky. Their own plugin system is not that particularly good. Um, it's not that particularly cheap compared to MailChimp. I, I think um, if I was looking at MailChimp or Constant Content, unless there was a specific thing that Constant Content was offering, I would go with MailChimp. All right? Okay. And then um, you've got another player called Campaign Monitor. Um, I, I utilize Campaign Monitor not only for my, the clients that I'm managing their email marketing for, um, or, but I also utilize it for my own email um, outreach. It's an Australian company. It's well known in the web design industry. It, it um, does not offer the kind of WYSIWYS editor uh, a, a, a like what MailChimp offers and to some extent Constant Contact offers. They offer templates which then they offer, they offer these templates in a WYSIWYS editor and then you can spend hours wasting your time trying to get something looking decent, and because you're not a graphic designer, you end up with a heap of crap. Campaign Monitor does offer some templates, but they, and they also do offer a WYSIWYS editor, but it's more aimed at the professional designer that's designing something for a client. Its, it, it's basic platform works in a slightly different way to MailChimp and Constant Contact. And it's more designed to get a, a design set and have certain areas of that design set up to swap out, and which means you can get a new newsletter developed rapidly. 
not as cheap as Constant Contact, and it certainly it doesn't offer a free level as Mailchimp. But um, it's a slick professional system, um, and the company's support is superb. They offer some of the best support I've known, um, and they, it's consistently good support. Um, the final one is uh, one I haven't utilised myself, but I'm looking at. It's MailPoet. Um, it's a hybrid system. It's a plugin. Um, they do offer a free plugin level, um, but that offers you can send out. Um, that seems to have the majority of the functionality, and you can send out emails to 2,000 subscribers per month. On their site, it doesn't seem to say how many emails you can send to those 2,000 subscribers. I like unlike Mailchimp, it doesn't. They don't seem to publicise a, a limit of 12,000 emails per month. I um, it um, also. I need to delve into it. It doesn't really say if they're utilising their own mail server or they're utilising the mail server of your hosting provider. Actually, I did dig into MailPoet, and they use anywhere from Gmail to your own provider to your POP. And then they limit how many emails can go out a day. Let's say you have 2,000 emails that have to go out. They will throttle that over a period of days so you don't bust that is not a very good system. It, that's what they do, do. That is not very satisfactory. Um, and it, no. Um, is that, if you've been looking into it, um, the paid service, I, yeah, is, I, I, is that utilising the same model? Yes, that's as far as I know. Yeah, I've, that, I've that studied not, into it. That's okay. You know, if, you want, if you're just sending a few hundred per month and you want a better system, then the normal text emails that come from WordPress, um, maybe look at it. Um, I certainly wouldn't pay the 99 if that is the fact. I'll still look at the freeze level, um, but there's also other plugins that um, enable you to send better email yeah. than the normal For, text anyway. Like I have 15 sites. Some of them are just small niche sites. For a small niche site, it might work. It might because yeah, not, it's, it's just a local, like a local. Anybody yeah. that's seriously yeah. looking at email marketing, they, that yeah. would not be satisfactory. One of my sites is a nonprofit where they have a, a monthly luncheon, and there's about sixty to eighty people who come to the luncheon. I mean, max with their guests, and there's only regular members, only sixty or seventy members. So you can build a small website, a landing page where people can communicate and they can get out the information. We also use. We are really not talking about this today, I don't think, but. The backside of it with, a, with how you apply a credit card and the best way to move people through the process of, for example, uh, they have to sign up the RSVP up through a, and then collect that data. For us, we just have a little form of the RSVP, and then we push them over on their own to pay for it. Either we have a credit card system, but we also have PayPal. Yeah, that's one of the things where constant contact um, do, you know, they market strongly because they offer integrated um and payment systems, so people you know it will integrate if you're a non-profit and you're doing some venues where you're trying to right. revenue. Um, Constant Content offer a number of kind of plugins to their to their email marketing system where it, it it's very rapidly integrated. 
be aware though that they take high percentages. Um, PayPal or cost? Cost of contact. Oh yeah, they, you know you pay oh, for that. They've that got a service like PayPal and yes, credit cards. Yes, yeah, but they take a high percentage higher than other systems. Um, but that's one of the things that, but as a pure email marketing system, I, I do not rate it. That, really. that could be a discussion itself. All that integration. Yes, we could do a whole show just how you, on that. How you start, just just how to have a page where people go to to sign up for an event. So th- these are the kind of basic providers, but there's there's over 20 to 30 of them. Um, I, there's about three to four additional ones that offer very good sit. I, I wanted to ask about AWeber because I have a lot of friends. Yeah, who I was going to go, must have read my mind on that. Um, but um, I'm going to go, um, Bill was butted in, but <laughs> it, was, um, it was justifiable. Um, so I've just talked about some providers that offer basic functionality, you know, to get you going. But that's just the basic level, you know. To take your email marketing onto the next level, you've got what is called drip email marketing or, or auto-responding email marketing. Uh, these are terms in the trade. What it means is that they sign on and you might send them a monthly newsletter, but you might have subsections of your website where you're offering various products and services and you're offering some inducement to get people to sign up. So they sign up and then you provide a, a campaign of emails that will induce increasing demand to buy into your product or service. And that's called email drip marketing, that you've worked with a copywriter, a professional copywriter or a professional online marketer that has some idea what they're doing. And you've built up a, um, a group of emails that will be sent to these people over a period of days that will um, kind of offer, try and still increasing excitement or increasing interest to drive people back to your website, back to Pacific landing pages that are linked to Pacific emails that are sent to those people that increases the offer that's offered to these people to get them to buy into your product or service. And there are two companies um, that are the kind of leaders in this area. This is much more... This requires more time, more money, um, either more time on your part to work it out, or you have to hire professionals to write to help you write the campaigns out. Um, it is a little bit of an art form. Um, doesn't mean you can't do it yourself, but you have to do a lot of educating yourself, and there's a lot of trial and error. Um, when you're buying to professionals, you're buying into their experience, so you get a result quicker hopefully. But the two leaders in it are GetResponse and um, iWeber. Um, GetResponse are the cheaper uh, of the two. They're a Polish company, actually they're based in Poland, but um, they've been around a while and they offer their basic system where they offer this kind of auto-responding drip marketing system. Um, MailChimp um, and the constant content they really don't provide this type of functionality. Um, MailPoet does, but because of what Bill has described, I really could not recommend them. Um, 
but these two companies get back to get re, get response. Their basic level of subscription, they offer a thousand subscribers at fifteen dollars a month. So you can um, I don't know what email limit there is. They're utilizing their own white labeled email servers. Um, but I haven't used them. I have used them, but not for a while. But like I say, that's the basic offering, a thousand subscribers per month at $15 a month. It hasn't got the level of functionality as iWeber. iWeber is the kind of Rolls Royce of um, drip email marketing. They developed the technology. Um, that's how they got established in the market. Um, it's a very good system. Most professional email copywriters who um, make a living by providing consultancy and writing emails that will get a response from your target audience tend to utilize iWeber. I have worked with such individuals. They're basic, it's 500 subscribers, so it's half of what get response. And it's at nine, so it's nineteen dollars a month. So it's almost twenty dollars a month. So you're you're paying a substantial. It's not mega money though, but um, you're you're paying for that kind of functionality and for that quality. Yeah, I know. Again, a lot of my friends in the industry, the podcast side, do recommend a Weber's. The podcast society or organization that's sort of some niches within podcasting, where there's groups of people who sort of communicate with each other. We meet in Las Vegas. I don't really. You mean they talk online? Yeah, and we, we meet. I actually have on Saturday mornings, I have in the morning at 7.30. And then we have... Talking to one another. And, and then we have something in the afternoon. We ha- usually have something. But we get together. A. Weber has won out. And the reason why, you have to collect those names, and then you have to drip back or have some kind of program. Now, I'm not that quite that level of my level's process. Because in podcasting, the first step is to create, create a good show get it up online, but what you should do right away is somehow collect those email contacts. So you're saying, can you? what's the difference between me collecting it on MailChimp for free, basically, initially? You're not collecting. MailChimp is the framework that you can design a, a HTML newsletter, and then they provide the white-labeled uh, email uh, mail servers that will actually send out... Hmm, that, but right, they, right, right. But we they do, don't but provide any of the. They provide. I can actually have a little form and collect information. They on provide a, a, a back end that you can design a form and then right. paste that code onto your website. Yes, and I've done that, so I can collect addresses. Yes, that, and that with Mailchimp, they provide um, a WikiWiz that will build that form, and you can have right. different fields in it. Um, and you can customize it to a very small amount yeah. and and then put it onto the sidebar or the footer right. or whatever, I, wherever you've got it ready to place on your WordPress site. Right, right, right. I actually used the form on one of my sites. I used a form from Jetpack, hooked it in with a yes. with, with – uh, it was pretty easy and hooked it in with – Yes. And then the reason why I remembered that I did it initially is because I deactivated Jetpack because they were trying to get away from it. And I noticed was I was just trying to get away from it because it's such a big program. I'm actually with my sites. I start with very few plugins and I add. I'm very slow at developing the sites. But now, what's the difference between that Mailchimp collecting and now the next step up to AWeber? 
what are the biggest differences? It's not really. The fundamentals are the same. The, the back end of our web, in some ways, its WikiWiz system isn't as sophisticated as MailChimp, but, in some, but they do offer a set of templates and it's there. It's not as, as fantastic as MailChimp. MailChimp's really aiming at the amateur market. Our, because of their price level, um, Weber, um, they're not really aiming at the kind of amateur, and I'm not trying to be disbanding here, but they're, they're not aiming at the amateur or somebody that's just running a small non-profit. It's aimed at um, exist, you know, profitable real businesses, online businesses, or people that really want to get a result from their email marketing. So they're investing a lot of time, money, energy, and they need a really very professional tool to do it. Okay, I sort of understand that uh, where you're going. Do they ha- do they happen to have their own forms, or do you have to use someone else's form? No, they provide similar functionality good. to uh, Mailchimp when it comes to that. You know what I am learning is there's definitely differences in form. I've hopefully um, given you information about basic landscape and uh, about the different options and the different providers out there, but the, the but there's um there's a reality here. The reality like most things to do with the internet and email and uh, websites, is that you put a form on your website, on the sidebar. Okay. That's great. The chances of anybody subscribing in 2014 with a basic form that came from the basic editor is about zero. Wow. Right? Um, uh, people do not want to give their names and email addresses to people. Okay. We've talked about the mail service and how you send emails out and then how you collect emails by correcting a form. Now the art is how do you get people actually to sign up because it has changed. So the next show, we're going to go into that area. Is that good with you, Jonathan? Yeah, it's great because at the present moment, I'll give you, we're giving you the basics, but the basic truth, the basics that we're going to give you the basic truth is that it's without upping the game, which we're going to talk about in the next episode, you're not going to get hardly anybody signing up. So that's like opt-in monitor, lead pages, and ninja pop-ups. That's what we, we, we're talking about the, the um, real plugins, but also we'll be talking about in, two, in 2014, what do you really need to do to get people to sign up onto your mailing list? Excellent. That's what I want to know with my organizations, from the real estate company to our podcasting program. So get, excellent. So we'll see you on the next show. Yeah, that's great. Thanks a lot. Nicely done. I've got the backups all in place, which is good. Shut this guy down.